The caterpillar and Alice looked at each other for some time in silence. At last, the caterpillar took the hookah out of its mouth and addressed her in a languid, sleepy voice. Who are you? said the caterpillar. This was not an encouraging opening for a conversation. Alice replied, rather shyly, I, I hardly know, sir, just at present. At least I know who I was when I got up this morning. I think I must have been changed several times since then. Hey, if you're still trying to figure out who you are, you're definitely not alone. Prologue. Who are you? That is such an existential question. It really is. Because <laughs> you're sitting here and you're just like, um... You suddenly forget who you are. Everything you've ever known about yourself in like your 20 redacted years of living exactly. disappears. Oh all. my god, you guys have 20 redacted years of living. <laughs> you just made me feel so old. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll catch up. Yeah, I'm with you next year. I have like two more years to go, but like I'm gonna be there too. Okay, I I feel so much better. Yeah, we still haven't answered the question: is who are you? (laughs) (laughs) What should our how should our listeners address you? You know, like introduce yourself. The great and powerful sure. No. No, um, my name is Chate, and um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a person, you know. I'm just, just a kinda, human being. I'm just kind of here. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Mom, come pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm just. My name is Chate, and I, I am Im- imbued with a lot of creative energies. Um, <laughs> I, I like to think I, I draw sometimes. I write music sometimes. I sleep a lot of the time <laughs> it's essential it's that's, very that's, essential that's, it's, that's, you, it's like the biggest sleep is important it's it's the biggest um part of my whole core identity it's it's i, I love to i'm always asleep but yeah that's just that's just who i am that's just me i don't know who are you who are you who are you guys who are these people <laughs> i will keep it simple because if i say this enough times it will become true oh my it. name is alfie and i am an artist that's yeah. how she introduced herself last time she is <laughs> alfie and she is an artist you know what that's true chapter one me you and the things we tie ourselves to I have to ask, why do you think so many people tie their identities to things? So say your job, your spouse, partner, your race, your nationality. What's so important? Because you find um, somebody who introduced themselves. So I guess like me, I would say I am a daughter, a sister, a friend. I am a black woman. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people would tie their identity to i guess what they do as an occupation Mm. or you know race as i said nationality so why do you think that is so i mean for me the straightforward answer is um, capitalism i think a lot of people tie put so much weight on their identities because it's easier for selling purposes yeah is you know what i mean like it's, it's it's easier to group you in a place and then know what to sell you whether that's sell you socially or even just like actually sell you stuff and like i actually kind of hate it every time i meet someone new for the first time it's always so what do you do 
like mm-hmm. it's like my least favorite question. question. And it, I think it's a way to kind of just kind of place you somewhere in their life like, yeah. immediately. So it's like, oh, I'm a hashtag girl boss CEO. And then like, <laughs> you know, they kind of know, oh, okay, I want this person in my life in this capacity. Yes. That. Or it's like, oh, I'm a janitor. Then it yeah. kind of, it's, it's, and, and it's very weird. And it's, it's hard to not take that personally. Like, it is. So yeah, I think that's basically kind of, kind of it really for me. It, I think as, as people, it's just kind of a way to kind of, socially cluster ourselves so that it's easier to kind of sell things to each other and to ourselves and it's it's honestly unhealthy but i think that's a question for another time (laughs) truly or maybe this time because we are talking about it we are talking about it (laughs) yeah but i think it's because it's tangible Mm. like you can't measure i'm alfie and i'm happy what does that mean Mm. like Mm. even Mm -hmm. amongst ourselves even though we i think we have a very similar idea of what happiness and satisfaction looks like it's it's not something you can measure but if you can say oh so and so works in a corporate position so and so works here Mm. suddenly there's like a there's a scale like you said yeah um and suddenly it gives a certain amount of importance like you said but also it's just something people can can see and mm. feel and touch which is why like you said people get attached to things or events yeah which aren't totally ne- necessary and don't make you less of a human but it seems as though if you've accomplished those things your social standing goes up mm-hmm. because when you think of around our age you're supposed to be getting married or having children Ooh. or whatever it is <laughs> have a ton of people going oh or they'll see you standing next to next to a man and they're like oh and he's <laughs> just he like the one he's, he's my friend he's an idiot exactly i don't even, I don't even know you, <laughs> <laughs> we are literally just in the same vicinity <laughs> i mean i get that i mean i have you know I was in family, I guess. No, not even family. I guess they are family. Mm-hmm. And this, <laughs> and this sort of aspiration for me, or their expectations for me, is as I said to be a CEO. Mm-hmm. And I sort of look at these positions and say, yeah, well, they're nice. Like you said, do they make you happy? But then you can't measure this happiness. Mm-hmm. But I also, in terms of identity don't identify myself with those positions and those aspirations. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling you this, that I'm going through a mid midlife crisis. <laughs> I think it's the millennial reset. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Cause so many of us have just been on that wheel of, okay, you got to graduate from high school. You got to go to college. Yes. You got to do this. You got to yes. do this. You got to get a master's. got to do the, but then the pandemic hit. And then all of a sudden, all of us are just like, for the first time we stopped, we paused and it was really essential. <laughs> For the first time we paused. And I, I'm thinking about it. I was like, this is the first time I have paused and looked at myself and said, I am not happy. Oh, damn. Asuka, <laughs> mm. she knows about it. Yep. <laughs> I have, and, and when I look back, it was a gradual process. But when the pandemic happened and I thought, this can't be it. Mm. this isn't it and somewhere from what people see me or what people identify me with and who i identify myself with are not meeting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's no if we're going to draw a venn diagram 
high school math. Hey. <laughs> you think you never use it. You think you, you never use it, but here it is. You're recording a podcast one day and all of a sudden, Venn diagrams. Venn diagram. <laughs> I don't think there would be a commonality between mm. the two personas mm. or identities. Mm. And that's the one that people have on me and then the one that I have on myself. But then you look at life and you think, God damn, it's short. Mm-hmm. It really is. It, it really short. is. It really is. And, and you, abrupt. Yes. <laughs> and you think, if I died today, would I say I did what I wanted to do? Or mm. did I do what was expected of me? Mm-hmm. And I realized for a lot of my life, I have done what is expected of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of now in the space where I can do what I want. I eat like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because it affects Almost nobody, mm-hmm. except myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I do want. I wanted to add an addendum to what I said yeah. earlier um, because I realized I was thinking about it, and I said, "This is a bit cynical." What I just said. <laughs> <laughs> we love. <laughs> we love such opinions. <laughs> At least I do. I think. I think. Um, another side of the coin is we put so much on identity because it's a way of belonging. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when you when you look at things like race, you know, it's. You have your people. Mm-hmm. We're black people. We, you know, it, it. It's. You could use it to profile and sell things to me, but also I could use it as a as a way to belong. Mm-hmm. We can connect on certain levels, yeah. certain cultural things, yeah. certain. You know, I, I tell you about the smell of cocoa butter. You know what I mean. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's very. It's a. It's a way to kind of. You know, they always say no man is an island, and I think that's true, especially in terms of identity. You kind of have it's very important to have your community and find your people and kind of grow in that and just belong somewhere. So I think I want to add that as why we add a lot of weight to it. Um, yeah, it's family. It's found family. It is. Yeah, it really is, especially when your kids like us, because mm-hmm. we're, we're we're definitely not typical. No, so we're not. <laughs> like figuring out your identity and finding that group of people who are just either very very similar to you mm. or just like you is extremely important mm. so absolutely you really do hold on to that idea like i know for chait and me is holding on to the idea of being the alternative black kid because mm. then you have that like small group of people who likes really weird stuff mm-hmm. dresses in all black plaid shirts <laughs> which we're both wearing today <laughs> you should see that they are this is this is no it joke. was so fun when i got out of my and, house and she was there in a plaid shirt i was like plaid buddies look at us i'm the only one who didn't get this memo i am sitting here in a romper that's uh, pink and very um tropical look it's not our fault that you missed the smoke signals <laughs> But we are in the same color palette because we're in reds and you're in pink. So it's like in the same color Look family. at them making exceptions. <laughs> it's identity. Really. That's, <laughs> the sense of trying to belong. Exa- we're belonging here. This is what we're doing. This is what I'm trying to foster. I don't know why you're fighting me on this. <laughs> we're trying to community. Community. That's what we're doing here. We're identifying. With. Exactly. Chapter two. IRL me versus digital me. Okay, so as we were still talking about identity, yeah. how does your online identity or persona differ from your offline identity slash persona? And we had this discussion yesterday where I was like, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do with my Instagram. I probably have to curate it uh-huh. so that it looks a certain mm. way and it's pleasing and what and i'm thinking i had to like 
tell myself to stop. I'm like, why is that so important? Mm. For you to curate it so that everybody thinks you're having a fantastic life, but that's not you yeah. because mm-hmm. the pictures you want to put up are these you've made up, maybe not heavily, but you've got some mm. sort of makeup on your face. Either mm-hmm. it's professionally taken or the sun was just right. But this is not you looking crusty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not you rolling out of bed just you know, taking a shower, doing the your skincare, your lotion, and going about your day, and someone took a picture of you. This mm. is you having thought about it, and is that is that you? <sighs> um, is that the you you want the world to to see, to see and believe that you are? Mm. This is such an interesting. Um, line of conversation and interesting talking point. Um, it really is. These are the thoughts that keep me up at night. <laughs> it really is. Um, first of all, that thing that you said about your Instagram, really good of you to introduce us because honestly, yep. this is this has been something that I've been that has plagued me for a long I'm constantly going through Instagram purchase because I'm like I hate how my Instagram is currently curated, but I hate that I'm the type of person who hates how my Instagram Thank is curated. You, you know what I mean? Th- that was me because I was like, do I delete? Do I keep this? But this shows that I am, you know, this kind of person. Exactly. But then this. But at the same time, you want it to be authentic. But yeah. at the same time, it's almost perfectly curated to be to look authentic. Yeah. 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 And to the point where it's not human anymore. Yeah. Sorry. And part of the problem with that is that most of the people that we know, whether that's locally, internationally, whatever it is, are some sort of business owner, influencer, mm-hmm. YouTuber, yeah. whatever it is. So they live a very curated life. Like mm, I yes. think of people like Nyemba, Justin, um, there's a couple other people, Lombe as well, mm. to some extent. Katie. Mm-hmm. So all of these people, their their profiles are in conjunction with their business, whatever that is. So they have to project a certain type of image, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that appears there, whether it's, I am in tune with the universe because I am the, like Justin has her, um, what is it called? Iridology? It has something to do with studying the the pattern in your your eyes, Mm -hmm. in your iris. So very much on this organic, we live on a farm, my neighbors gave me this kind of a thing. But I think because these people are so close in our community, we feel like life is supposed to be like that because mm-hmm. we don't know them as so-and-so the influencer. We just mm-hmm. know them as so-and-so who mm-hmm. I grew up with or so-and-so who I used to play with. Whatever it is, you know them in a very different context. So I think there's some part of your brain because you're con- you're consistently comparing yourself mm-hmm. to other people that's just like, oh, this is how we're supposed to interact over here. We're supposed to present ourselves in a particular way, whether that's I need to go for a photo shoot. I need to put on my makeup. I need to show everybody that I bought a new lipstick. Mm. Whatever it is, you will end up trying to fit into whatever particular mold, like you said, makes you fit in with your community online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably why I tend to go on Instagram breaks so often. <laughs> like yeah, at some point, I'm just like, it is. Yeah, yeah, at some point, I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But the other thing I noticed, and I started this a really, really long time ago. You know how there was always a um, a top nine uh, post that people do yes. at the end of the year? There was one year where I realized I didn't post enough pictures to make a top nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I had like, what, seven <laughs> pictures in that year? And I was like, oh, okay. But stories. Stories I go ham for. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm there Constantly. all the time. Constantly. Part of what makes Instagram specific stories versus posts 
stories more much easier and more interactive apart from the fact that they'll be seen is that yeah. they're going to disappear in yeah, 24 exactly. hours so they don't have to define you exactly yeah. you you're literally just recurating yourself yeah, exactly. every day exactly. so you don't have to like stick to an identity you don't have to purge anything it's yeah. just oh it's a story yeah. it's exactly cool. that's actually so fun chapter three hello self is that you is that really you? Have you ever ex- experienced an identity crisis? Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm experiencing one now by saying for shizzle. No, <laughs> I never say that. I don't even know why I defaulted to that. For shizzle minus You have been relaxed. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I absolutely have experienced. First of all, like Alfie said, I, I grew up, I, you know, I, I'm very into rock and roll. Yeah. Um, very into the punk scene. You, you know, you grow up and you get cold and or you're a coconut a lot. Ooh, and you kind of internalize that. that. But then it just happened in adulthood. I think I was like 20 redacted. Um, <laughs> and, and they kind of they kind of implied something about my obsession with these Aryan women. Um, you know, uh-huh. I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift. Yeah, they kind of implied that I wasn't, you know, black, black, enough. black enough because of my obsession with this tall, white, blonde girl with blue eyes. And mm-hmm. that just kind of threw me for it. Threw, it kind of just messed with me in a very big way Mm -hmm. because I was feeling what does that mean to Mm me what what does it mean to me to be black enough I mean I'm here my skin is you know my foundation stick is number three like (laughs) I don't know what to tell you like what does it what does that mean and it it gets me questioning you know so many things like is this why I can't dance in the club because I'm not black enough it's like Mm. is it it just through through a lot of things for me out of whack that's the most immediate one i can think of but yeah it's it wasn't great it was a really dark place for me to kind of uh, muscle my, my way out of just kind of reckoning with what blackness means to me and that it's okay to be black and like these you know traditionally white mm-hmm. things or you know asian things or whatever it is so when you say oreo that <laughs> stuck with me because for the longest time i was what my friends referred to as an Asian Oreo. Mm. I sort of would laugh it off. Let me not lie. And I guess when I look back now, when you say it, it's like a coping mechanism because then I don't want to have to deal with then am I not black enough? Mm. And what mm-hmm. what mm. is being black enough, like you said. And it makes us hide who we are mm-hmm. as people because mm-hmm. if my music isn't a certain way, mm-hmm. I'm not black enough. Mm-hmm. If I speak a certain way, mm. yeah. um, acting white, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that those things that should define who you are. But mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. also have the other aspect of this, and I witnessed this in university, is this Asian guy would sag his pants, yeah. wear a white tank top, these mm-hmm. chains, and he was just... you. Full on looking like he's from the projects. Yeah, basically that's what he was trying to embody. Is like Mm -hmm. this, you know. I'm I'm doing hand signs, but I feel like Mm -hmm. it's this idea of African American blackness blackness, or black masculinity. I should say, attitude and your hands and your gestures and the music that you listen to, Mm -hmm. and it's straight. Straight out of Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's what it was. It was it, straight. It was straight out of Kuala Lumpur, and 
I, I would sit there and think, I have black male friends. Mm-hmm. They don't even act like that. Absolutely. Right. And that's, that's what, yeah. So yeah. are we then also in this search for our identities, then personifying these stereotypes that really mm-hmm. should not be personified? Mm-hmm. People who don't interact with blackness on a regular basis don't understand that what you find with most black people is they're very straight laced they're very much by the book and all of that kind of stuff and that's a whole load of like trauma when it comes to either colonialism or Mm -hmm. police brutality whatever you want to assign to why black people tend to as much as possible toe the company line that's more who we are it's a group of people who are like intensely creative or really dynamic really diverse I have no idea why exactly, but the stereotypes, for whatever reason, continue to hold, despite the fact that Black people exist in so many different spaces. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was watching Leanne's um, documentary, Race, Pop, and Power. There was one point where she was sitting with women in the industry from the UK, so you can see Alexandra Burke, Keisha used to be from the Spice Girls. Not not the Spice Girls. Um, um, Sugar Sugar Babes. Babes. Thank you. That's the one. (laughs) Why be like, man, no Keisha in the Spice Girls. I know. (laughs) The Spice Girls. (laughs) I know. Well, Keisha. (laughs) And then you have Nail and um, Ray as well. All these like really talented, really great people, either songwriters or just singers, but all really talented in their own space. Um, Ray. Yeah. She is extremely light-skinned, but she's mixed. She was describing how she got into the industry. She was like a full-on R&B singer. Yeah. That was that was her genre. That was she what she wrote for and all of that. But then she described it as when she was trying to get in, she was essentially told, no, that's not going to work. You need to be something else. So I think part of what forms the identity crisis, as we've mentioned quite, quite elaborately over the past couple, is... People telling you what is and isn't acceptable. Mm -hmm. And even Mm -hmm. when you're at 20 redacted, no matter how (laughs) confident you are in yourself, because I remember turning 25 and I was like, yes, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is who I'm going to be. But I've definitely had moments where people just kind of poke a hole and then just be like, "Um, are you really that? You don't seem like that. Even though I know the truth, Mm -hmm. it just suddenly sends you on a spiral and you're just like, am I really like that? Am I just, am I just like this in my head? Am Mm. I actually an artist or is this just a thing that I'm playing around with? So there is a, a strange relationship with confidence, Mm. I think in your twenties, because that's, that's, that's the experience I've had. Like one moment you are, you're there and you're like. This is I know it. everything. Exactly. You are you are confident in yourself. You're properly like centered. I think I had that moment when I was 18, to be honest. Mm. That I know who I am. I was that person who had this plan and I'm 30. No redacted. It's just like 30 <laughs> period. Period. <laughs> I'm 30. Maybe my life is a little bit more figured out now that I'm 30 and yeah, a little, <laughs> by, by a little, I mean, it's not measurable. <laughs> I, love, I love all these caveats. Like. Before people like say, how did you figure it all out? No, 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 no. It was, it's, it's a day at a time type thing. Trial and error. Uh, trial and error. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then thank God, sorry to say this. 
but for the pandemic because there has been an upside to it. Like you said, mm-hmm. we paused. I had to pause and be like, this is not it. Mm-hmm. Okay. One, this is not it. Two, you are overwhelmed and you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to therapy the one and only time I've been to therapy. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would say, I know someone would be like, you should keep going to therapy. The only reason I didn't go back to therapy is that I, they could never secure an appointment for me. Mm-hmm. So it was not my fault. I was willing to go back. They, I would call. They'll be like, we'll call you back with an appointment. I'm still waiting. God, I <laughs> I went to therapy one time, and then the next week, the pandemic hit. So my dog, my therapist, oh, wasn't no. working in office anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, but no problem. The one time I went to therapy, mm-hmm. I sat down, and all I did was cry. Yeah. I understand that completely. I didn't, I, I didn't say anything. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm crying. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. I'm not supposed to be crying. Mm-hmm. I, I was in full emotional breakdown Mm -hmm. and i felt heavy yeah because i had i knew there was this person that everybody expected me to be and i was not being her Mm -hmm. but i also knew that that's not the person that i wanted wanted to be be. yeah and that's going to make me happy And so in the whole pandemic thing, I realized that I'm okay with giving up certain things and they will make me happy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we, we spoke about it, you should have been on the friendship episode because clearly <laughs> you were needed. You were needed. circling back. <laughs> so one of the things I said I was okay with giving up were friends that in my Marie Kondo way were not sparking joy mm. in my life because mm. I said, this is now hectic. To hold on to these things that aren't making me happy. Chapter 4. Embracing the versions of me. Have you figured out who you are? And if so, how have you embraced this person that you are? Or that you are becoming? It's a bit of a yes and a no. Yeah. In that I figured out the person who I am. And that's a person who's constantly going to be different things. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's... Just who I am today is not who I'm going to be. Maybe even as early as tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to decide, you know what? Maybe I don't like short shorts anymore. Um, <laughs> and that's a thing. And learning and learning to accept that my identity will constantly be changing. And that mm-hmm. doesn't, that's not a reflection on me being a fraud mm-hmm. or, you know, doesn't invalidate the things that I was before mm-hmm. and how and how they've kind of helped me be this person. Having to accept that, I think, has been very, very, it's been crucial. It's kind of, it, just to go back to your online, your online question um, earlier, um, it's kind of why I prefer, say, Twitter to Instagram. Because Instagram relies very heavily on the curation. It yeah. has to, it's, it's visual. It has to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. It has to present a certain thing. Whereas if you go to my Twitter account, it's chaotic yeah sure sometimes probably i ham it up for like effect but like i don't feel like i'm wearing an identity there it's just a collage of what my interest is now and then two Mm -hmm. hours later i have a different interest and then three hours later i have Mm -hmm. a different interest and i think that's just kind of how i'm trying to 
live my life offline. It's kind of today, today I'm interested in this specific art form and then tomorrow I'm tomorrow I'm doing that doesn't make that you know it's gonna it's gonna meet me at some point in the future everything you learn in life is useful even if you don't see it immediately or even if you abandon it for five years it's gonna come back out of your pocket and you'll have such a nice surprise it's like finding a 20 behind your couch yeah that's kind of sort of the journey that I'm on you know my current identity right now is that my identity is gonna be changing and that's fine and that's fine for me profound (laughs) very very thank you because sometimes I'm smart (laughs) I'm still in that stage where I will get those moments of confidence of this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And then for whatever reason, it's always a person. (laughs) It's always, it's always always a person. A person will show up in my life and I'm like, crap. Uh, I, I, I feel shaky again, but definitely gotten a lot more comfortable with, like you said, trying just kind of this thing of your identity isn't fixed. Mm -hmm. But how have you embraced the shake? How has it fueled who you are? I think I've gotten more into self-reflection as I've gotten older. It's something that I try to do as often as possible, whether that's journaling or just like making playlists, whatever it is. I've discovered that journaling can be um, a load of different things. Mm -hmm. So trying to embrace that has, oddly enough, kind of made me fill out my own identity slash personality mm-hmm. so like I, I attached myself to the idea of I'm an artist which for a very long time meant I paint I draw and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff I haven't drawn in months maybe not months but it's been a while been, it has it, been a while it's, it's, as someone who stalks you that's that's a little bit <laughs> aggressive <laughs> I'm just saying like okay I didn't realize it was Christmas dinner like <laughs> Welcome to our friendship. <laughs> it's literally this. So, well, so how's it going with that? Um, she, she knows why I'm being mm. passive aggressive. I do. I do. <laughs> um, I apologize. She knows. But back to my point. Yeah. Uh, attached to myself to this idea of this is what an artist is. This is what it looks mm. like. Um, I will draw like Miss You Pacey or Life Illustration, who I love, still love, mm. would buy their artwork any day. But that became kind of limiting at some point, right? Because I don't do it as often as I used to. So how can it be my identity? How can it be the full scope Mm -hmm. of my identity? But I found that just kind of giving myself the freedom to do whatever, whether today I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to wear a full face of makeup and see what it turns out like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just having fun with that has been really great. I guess maybe a better description of what, or who I am right now is maybe just an explorer of self. Mm-hmm. If Ooh, I'm trying to be profound. Even more profoundness. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Yep. It's literally just like trying stuff out. Um, I've found quite recently, because I also attach myself to the kind of music I listen mm-hmm. to. I had a whole moment um, a while ago where I was like, damn, I don't listen to rock music anymore. What is this? I don't understand. But then I was listening to the Chromatica remix album and, mm-hmm. I, was, and I realized right then and there, I was like, I still listen to rock music. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't sound like the rock music yeah, I listened to when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now I found myself like diving into like, um, what, like, what is that genre called? Um, it's R and B, but it's very like easy, smoky. It sounds like you're sitting in a bar and someone's by the piano and they're like Isn't serenading. That just jazz? <laughs> no, it's not. Ju- At the same time, not- I want to say lo-fi. 
somewhere between the two of them. So it's like a Victoria Monet, um, Masego, Lucky Day, um, not necessarily Khalid, but within that yeah. that realm. Yeah, it's 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 Billie Eilish's Lost Cause, essentially. Oh, yeah. 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 So I found myself kind of going in there, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Cool. And yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of getting comfortable with wherever the flow goes, I guess. So I guess I am in the same space as you. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of being, you know, it's, it's kind of being okay with, because like you, you know, it, it, it's really struck a chord with me how you say, you know, you, identi- you, you attach yourself, your identity to being an artist, but then you haven't drawn it. For me, it's been since March, honestly, if we're being honest, I haven't. Every time mm-hmm. I look at a, 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 sketch pad. a sketch pad, thank you so much. For some reason, English just doesn't exist in my mind anymore. Um, yeah. I look at a sketch pad and just nothing comes out. And there was a little bit of a moment of like, damn, does this identifying as an artist to identifying as a failed artist, mm-hmm. which then just mm. it, it does wonders for your self-esteem. Oh, and let me tell you, it's so great. I, I would recommend feeling like a failure to anyone. It's, oh, it's um, quite beautiful. As, <laughs> as a, a, I don't want to say failed writer, <laughs> as a writer, a wannabe writer. An attempted authorist. I, yeah, <laughs> attempted authorist. I hear you guys. Yeah. It's, Alfie knows mm-hmm. this this one book idea that has plagued me mm-hmm. from the time I was nineteen. And this book, depending on my mood, takes different shapes. <laughs> it really has. It's evolved it's over evolved. the years. Like it's really it's, evolved. It's, yeah. it's evolved, and I think more recently, it's stuck to one thing. Mm-hmm. The only thing is me sitting down and not being paralyzed (laughs) Mm -hmm. about what I'm about to write. Mm. And I think my biggest problem is I want the first word to be perfect. Oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) ma'am. So it's had, I think, three or four different opening chapters. Mm -hmm. Even tried the whole thing where people say, try writing from the middle. I'm like, I, I, as somebody who's so systematic systematic it didn't sit well with me absolutely and so i hear you guys when you guys talk about artists and Mm -hmm. feeling like a failure and Mm -hmm. you know yeah it it resonates with me because it's also who i am but it's not a persona that a lot of people know about. Well, mm-hmm. I guess now that's on the podcast, people know. Well, about. They're about to. They're about to now know. you just have to finish but- the damn book. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like when I get published and I have, you know, a deadline mm. <laughs> might might help me out. But at the same time, you hear about people who find something later on in their life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this book is one of those things, if I had written it when I was 19, it might not be as good as if I'm writing it no. now. Mm. Totally. Mostly because... You but, have a better voice. But so. um, Yeah, but my voice has grown mm-hmm. from what I was writing in... Miss Hart's first language English <laughs> class to what I write now. now. And you just also have a lot more lived in experience mm. and can mm-hmm. understand how people work. And I think that's that's a big thing with identities is a lot of them are developed through experience. I guess I'm also in the whole figuring it out, mm-hmm. but also embracing the things I thought I couldn't embrace mm. about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and being okay when people say, oh, is that who you are? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Truly, right? Absolutely. This is who I am. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Find your tribe, as we have said once before, because they help you also embrace who you are. Truly. Um, and if necessary, Marie Kondo, your current tribe, and replace them with a few other people. So basically, I just need you to give first thoughts, quick answers. Doesn't even have to be very detailed. You can. You can. I'm about to show my whole ass. I, you guys, I'm very stupid. This is like <laughs> the time that I'm just gonna expose that. First he thoughts always says this, and then, then something profound will come out of his ass. Absolutely, yes, we absolutely. Know. We've seen liars. <laughs> we see you. Let's uh, let's start. So. Question number one. What I really want is... Complete the sentence. Honestly, (laughs) what I really want is to feel fulfilled. Ooh, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say a quiet, fulfilled life. There you go. Look at us. We should all embrace. For the mood of this episode, I would say self. For me, I will say exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, we really should embrace just sort of trying to figure, just doing a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if it works, it works. If it works and you don't like it, you can marry condo it. Yeah. If it works and you like it and you don't like it in two months, embrace that too. Just yeah. constantly exploring. Mm-hmm. I describe myself as very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I keep going blank at these questions. I, I know. Um, <laughs> creative. Okay. You describe each other as... Ooh, insightful. <sighs> I don't know what to do with that. But the smartest person I actually know. <laughs> that is true. Which I don't feel like this is the truth. No, but it is true. Okay, so the last question. Um, yes or no? You have no obligation to meet the expectations people have of you. <laughs> the correct answer is no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is this is, by the way, not in a work setting where you yeah. you've, you've committed to yeah. stuff. No, no. Th- co- that stuff you you got to do. The yes. correct healthy answer is no. Mm-hmm. The an- but because of just the way that you know i feel like we were brought up or at least speaking for myself yeah. is you, you're constantly fighting with that yeah so you know some, sometimes you do feel obligated to you know wearing a certain mask for certain things mm-hmm. but the correct answer is no i was gonna say maybe because <laughs> there are definitely roles that are fulfilled in a certain way mm-hmm. yeah. the one that always comes back to me because most of my friends are older sisters yeah. is most of y'all fill out that older sister role of I'm the responsible one I'm the one who does this I will self-sacrifice um, I will take care of everyone so it's a it's it's a very strange space I think it's a maybe because mm. some of these obligations feel more community based than yeah. they do I'm comfortable if you act a certain way it's more of a um, a way of supporting the community they're not perfect by any means but I know that 
even if the alternative makes someone happy, there's always that weight of I could have supported X person if I had just given up Y. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know we're meant to be ending the show, mm-hmm. but like what she just said just made me think probably why one of the reasons why a lot of us are burnt out mm-hmm. is this thing we feel that we need to meet these expectations that mm-hmm. we actually as you said don't need to meet mm-hmm. so forget like your work and whatnot but just that aspect of your life of trying to live up to this persona mm. mm-hmm. is exhausting and yeah. it's burning out a lot of people yeah. yeah is there a union for people pleasers like can we <laughs> people pleasers pleasers unite i know right <laughs> there's someone we can talk to we need a meeting <laughs> because that does burn you out it really does and the thing is that it's not easy to stop because mm much as you you know it hurts you or you know that you're sacrificing something it just feels wrong when you start saying no and you're just like am i supposed to yeah is is this okay that's the other thing is i think because growing up is filled with so much validation for your actions Mm -hmm. that when you start to try and take your own you're you're literally sitting there going is is this the right decision Mm. is Am I supposed to be doing this? Is it okay that I'm doing this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of the show. Yay. Thank you for listening to Hey, Am I Alone Here? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And interact with us on our socials. Details in the show notes. Bye.